Welcome to the Forge America Missional Podcast. My name is Alan Bradford, and this is The Story. And today with me is Jen Elizabeth Joy. Jen, welcome. Glad you're here. Thank you. It's good to be here. All right, Jen. Uh, Well, why don't you just tell us a little bit about you? Who are you? Who is Jen? So I will start off and just say that I'm 25 as a point of reference. I am young enough where I guess I am still willing to admit how old I am. I have lived in Knoxville for most of my life since I was in second grade, but I definitely have a case of wanderlust. So I have floated about within that time, especially as I've gotten a little bit older. And who I am, you know, there's a lot of different ways that I could answer that question. And a lot of the times when people ask me that, I kind of am shell shocked and don't know what to say. But when I take a minute and I think about it, who I really am at my core is um, I would describe myself as an artist. And I don't get paid to be an artist. And I don't always do things that I would consider artistic in the way that I would want to be. But that's really who I am at my core is an artist. And As an artist, I'm really passionate about stories and about the power of storytelling and how that can bring hope and healing and beauty. And uh, within the power of storytelling, you know, I think that we have such an opportunity to be more of who we are. And so that's another thing that's really great about it. And I... I'm also a big proponent of mental health and suicide prevention, which goes into storytelling. How can we tell a different story about these things? And I'm very passionate about the integration of the whole person. We live in a very dualistic society and we have the tendency to kind of segment off parts of ourselves. And I know that for me, whenever I feel the most whole, the most integrated is when all of these parts of myself, my mind, my body, my spirit, my soul, my heart are all residing in the same place, all part of the same whole being. And that pursuit of the integration of self has led me to things like yoga and just being in nature and hiking. And those things are really ways that I've been able to connect to myself, but also to other people and to the creator. So that's been really powerful in my life. And I also love working with kids. think we have so much to learn from children. And I'm also just a giant big kid at heart. So that's probably why I like them too. Um, yeah. And that's kind of who I am. That's great. That's beautiful, Jen. Thank you so much. Um, well, let me ask you this. How, how did you intersect with Forge? What's your Forge story? Yeah. So it's kind of a crazy story and there's lots of different avenues, I feel like, to how I got to forge. Um, But in 2016, I was a junior in college. And I had a suicide attempt where I was going to college. And I spent several days in the psychiatric unit there and came back to Knoxville and just I had had nothing left. Like my walls of my life had completely fallen down around me. And I looked underneath of me and 
any sort of foundation that I thought that I had was completely cracked and crumbling. But from that place, I was able to start asking questions. And those questions were questions like, why? And does any of this make any sense? And like, doesn't there have to be something more than what I've been told, what I've been taught? Um, For me, living out my faith as a kid meant being moral and like following rules and trying to help other people, quote unquote, get to heaven. But I found myself asking the question, like, what about today? You know? So I sat down with some old dudes in a book club. It was like literally a bunch of old guys. (laughs) Well, old is relative, I guess, and me. (laughs) And we were reading um, a book in this book club called The Day the Revolution Began by N.T. Wright. Um, And in this book, reading this book, the biggest question that I came to was you know, what does it look like? What does it mean to live on this side of the resurrection reality? Because for me growing up, I grew up in church, I grew up in a Christian school, and it was honestly the death and resurrection of Jesus made me very, very uncomfortable because it seemed I didn't understand it. I don't know that I still understand it, but it seemed so fruitless. It seems so pointless. It seems so broken. Um, But I think that it's because growing up, it was more of a thought experiment. Like faith was something that you thought about rather than lived out. Um, And so reading this book and asking these questions to these wise old men um, actually was what brought me to forge. One of the older gentlemen in the group said, you know, like these questions you're asking, you know, have you thought about forge? Uh, And he kind of told me what it was about. And so that's kind of how I came to forge. There were a lot of other different things, but really it was about like asking these questions and wanting to find what it meant to live on this side of the resurrection. And so going into the process of forage was actually really challenging and caused me to think outside of the box in a lot of ways. At the time in my life, I was in a super transient and also transformative place in my life. I still am. Um, So asking the questions about like, what is your context and where do you feel like God is calling you, which are two really big questions in the forge curriculum were very challenging for me. Um, And at the time I was also pretty spiritually baby. Uh, I still am, but (laughs) maybe I'm like a waddling toddler now. And through the process of forge, I, learned so much and I could sit here and talk to you for like hours about all that I learned in Forge but I think what it boils down to is that I learned how to see true beauty amidst brokenness 
And I learned how to see the image of God in other people, even people that I didn't expect that I would be able to see the image of God in. I learned how crucial listening is and also some skills about how to listen, how to listen to myself, how to listen to the world around me, how to listen to other people, how to listen to God, and also about how God has truly placed people in every single area of life who are trying to live out the kingdom reality in the here and now. There's not one formula. There's not one way of doing things. Um, it's about each one of us opening ourselves up where we are and listening to that soft whisper of what the Spirit is saying to us. And that kind of helped me to realize, like, there's so much more to the foundation of living out faith than I could have ever imagined. Yeah, that's, that's great, Jen. Thank you for that. That's, that's awesome. Well, as you kind of think through, uh, you know, your Forge experience, what, what do you feel like God is calling you to next? Or what, what is God calling you to right now? Yeah, I struggle with that question a lot. And I would love to give a concrete answer of like, <laughs> I feel like I'm being called to go build a thing and do <laughs> like do some specific concrete thing. You know, it's so nice to have something concrete. And maybe at some point in my life, <laughs> something like that will happen. But you know, right now I feel like God is calling me to a way of being more than a particular specific doing. So for me, that looks like listening and paying attention and being a non-anxious presence in an incredibly anxious and fearful world. Um, it means being called to pray in the best way that I know how and to speak truth when it's difficult to try to look people in the eyes and to kind of unashamedly tell my story and also in that telling of my story to allow space for other people to tell their stories and you know I've kind of come to the realization that if I enter into something seemingly insignificant with the motivation of love, there's more power in doing that than in doing something else that seems seemingly meaningful, but doing it coming out of a place of like fear or anxiety or panic or pride or whatever it may be. So, you know, I am the queen of knowing that sometimes like our concrete plans get super messed up and don't go the way that we want them to go. Um, but if I am actively living and pursuing the way of being that I feel like I am called into, um, then I think that I can live into my calling, you know, no matter what 
and doing at the present moment. Yeah, that's great, Jen. That's great. So um, here in a second, I'm going to have you give everybody uh, your blog. Um, well, actually, why don't you tell everybody what your blog is? How can they find you online? Yeah, so I started a blog and I'm kind of posting my story there and inviting other people to join in and ask questions, tell their stories, engage. And that blog is just jenelizabethjoy.com. There it is. And, and the, the great thing about this blog is I love how you do. You tell your story, but you make the space for the other. And then you always end uh, every one, at least I think you do, with these great questions that makes you think, that puts it back on you. So it's not just always about Jen, it's about, hey, what's your story? Um, and I love that because you're sharing your story and stories are sacred. So I appreciate you sharing your story, your heart, your journey, uh, but you're making the space for the other person and saying, hey, how do you how do you intersect with this? How are you gonna take this from here? So Jen, thank you so much. Really appreciate your time. Uh, it was good to have you on here, Jen. Thank you so much, Alan.